Hello everyone, welcome to episode two in the green room. I'm Nick and I'm joined by James today. As normal. Yes. <laughs> two out of two. For now, for now. And um, today we're going to talk about um, energy companies, energy bills uh, in general, um, what's kind of driven the price rises. But, but what we really want to get down to is the nitty gritty of uh, how the different tariffs work, uh, what are the differences in uh, dual fuel, what's the standard tariff, what's, what's the variable bit, basically just to make you understand on, on how they work. And, and then the second part, we'll talk a little bit about what's, what's made the energy news this week. So over to you, James, for the numbers. Right. Okay. So um, we in the UK, there are loads of different. Can you name? Can you name the top six? Top six energy companies. The, the big six. Yes, the big six. <clears throat> Here we go. British Gas, EDF, uh, SSE, Scottish Power, uh, Eon, Eon, and Power. Have we said Empower? Have we said Empower? I can't remember. Empower. Yes. That's six. Five or six. Anyway, so they're the big six, and they provide the vast majority of homeowners and businesses. To be About ninety percent. Yeah, with um, with electricity and gas. So most people have a central heating system, so they are using gas to heat their homes um, via a boiler. Uh, there are people out there who don't have access to gas, and so they will use electricity in forms of sort of a simple convection heater, electric convection heater. They can use a heat pump. Um, or sort of the, the older style heating would be a storage heater um, where they have their own special tariff um, and, and we'll come on to that shortly. But broadly, the cost of electricity is about four times the price of gas, right? So if, if you've got a gas central heating system, it is probably going to be cheaper to run that or it will be cheaper than heating your house with electricity why, apart why from is, a heat pump. Yeah, why is, um, why, why is, why is like, energy prices such a topical? So it accounts for about 5% of your total home expenditure, right? So, and, and they just keep going up and up and up. So in 2007, the average bill was about £550. And we're now, 10, 11 years later, it's about £1,200. I can't remember the exact figure. Mm -hmm. You might better that's, that's an average. That later. I think eleven hundred and eighty. Um, and so, so you can see, you know, in, in that short space of time, energy bills have more than doubled, and we expect, as time goes on, for energy prices to keep going up. Mm -hmm. Now, the wholesale price, the price of oil, was, you know, it was over hundred dollars a barrel. It dropped, and then it's kind of steadily going up again. Mm -hmm. However, it's not like the energy companies have sort of thought, you know what, I'll give you some of that money back. So the energy bills have stayed where they are despite these massive fluctuations. And so I think as the price in oil continues to rise, energy prices will continue to rise as well. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that's kind of the big issue. You'll have also seen that loads of people just stay with their energy provider. Um, and so you know loads of people are very loyal to someone like British Gas and have been for a huge amount of time. And they are not getting the best deal they could be for their electricity or gas. You know, the, the service might be fantastic, but electricity from one company is exactly the same as electricity from another company. I remember Ovo did an advert about yes. unicorn power. Mm -hmm. Their electricity was special as a sort of bit of a joke, but mm -hmm. it's, it's very true. You know, if you can find someone who can provide electricity cheaper to you or gas cheaper to you, it is the same unit of gas. 
so it doesn't matter who provides it. So obviously, if you can make a saving there, it's worth doing. Provided you know how to. Now, the problem, what I found is that um, when, when people call up and stuff and they want want to know, it's um, it's just it's a tricky thing to, to, to go about doing it. So normally, because they've been quite loyal to their energy company, they go back to the energy company and then, you know, the, the answer that you get back is, well, listen, you know, don't worry, we can fix you for the next three years. But actually, what you're saying is it's probably a good thing to... To shop around. Shop around. Uh, you comparison know, sites? Yeah, we, we talked about the big six, but there are loads of little companies now, and some are now not so little. Things like Ovo that started mm -hmm. you know, a few years ago is now actually quite a big player in the market. Um, so, but these comparison sites basically allow you to go and enter your energy readings, essentially, and they will then find, they will predict what your bill will be this year, and they'll predict what your old tariff was. And they can basically say, right, you would save X amount of money by swapping to this person or this tariff. Um, and they tend to have a full range of energy providers there. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely worth worth looking at. But I think what we should kind of do is break it right back. So on on an energy bill, right, we, they, how is it made up first? So you've first, got first two you, elements you know on measure, it, right? You know measure. Right, yeah. So kilowatt hours. Kilowatt hours. Both gas and electricity. Obviously, gas you read... It's a calorific value. Yeah. Um, and then that's converted into kilowatt hours. But electricity is nice and simple. So the number that you see on the meter, that's literally kilowatt hours that have you know wound over, over time. Yeah. And then those things, when you look at the bill, when I look at my usage, that's the bit I look for. Not really what it costs, because that's the thing that, that varies from yes, provider to exactly. provider. Yes, so, so exactly. So basically, we've got on a, on a normal standard variable tariff, because there are lots of different tariffs, and we'll talk about those a bit later, but... Basically, you have the usage component, which is the number of kilowatt hours mm -hmm. you were using of gas or electricity. Um, and then you have a, just a standing charge. So for the privilege of having electricity or gas in your house, you have to pay the energy company a certain amount per day. Um, and so those two elements together basically make up your energy bill. Right? So if I, and that's on both gas and electricity. Now, some people will have gas with one energy supply and I have electricity with another supplier, right? So we'll try and sort of break it down very, very so, so I had the SVT a couple of months ago and then I decided... So was it that standard variable tariff? That's right. Okay. And then that was a British gas and um, I'd been with them for about about 10 years actually. So very what you've said there, it's uh, loyalty. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't count for much. Um, but uh, then I went on to a, a fixed price tariff, basically. I went on to U-Switch, which is a comparison site, an example of a comparison site. And um, for the usage that I put in, so I literally went into my 12-month consumption on my bill, put in the kilowatt hours for the 12 months, one for electricity, one for gas. And then I got Scottish Power as the cheapest for, for my area for that point in time. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think Scottish Power is the cheapest for everyone. It's just at that point in time. And I, and I it, think it that's, worked, that's it worked, the key. It worked for me. Exactly. So, Exactly. So I'd, I'd say, you know, we, when we can, again, as we talk about the tariffs as we go forward, certain tariffs will suit certain people. But on the on the basis, you know, you, you just need to keep checking. And so, for example, if you're locking in for a year, in 12 months, <clears throat> you need to go and have another look, see which is the cheapest for you, and then move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So... We've got the standing charge and the variable charge. The variable bit is how many kilowatts you're using. So on an average bill, you're basically, you're looking electricity to be about 15 pence. So this is on the usage bit, mm -hmm. right? So per kilowatt hour, electricity is about 15 pence per kilowatt hour. 
yeah whereas gas is about four pence per kilowatt hour yeah now in a and this is impossible to put an exact figure on it because every home in the uk is very very different however in a, in a kind of normal home how many am i going to put you on the spot here how many kilowatt hours of gas and electricity would an average home use so i think i think my one is a, is a fairly typical one so it's sort of three bedroom uh it's it's between 15 to eighteen thousand kilowatt hours of gas yeah and about four and a half thousand for electricity okay so and that's, that's, i think that's pretty sensible so if you have that's because i'm grid tired and my boiler is on on gas yes rather than electric or anything so i tend to use majority of the gas but if but if you were in a one bed flat you'd use under four thousand kilowatt hours potentially of electricity and you'd use a lot less gas if you're in a bigger house you'd use more um, <clears throat> so that's quite a useful starting point for people. So when you're looking at your bills, if you live in a one-bed flat and you're using 10,000 kilowatt hours of electricity, I would speak to your energy company, number one, because that sounds very, very high. You know, you, you need to check that you're paying the right amount. You will certainly save by moving, um, but also we just, you can find ways of lowering your electricity usage through, you know, we're going to talk about lots of these in the, in the forthcoming episodes, but... LED lighting, for example, great way to use le less electricity, um, and so you can reduce your consumption. Um, Insulation, but that's yeah, slightly all... slightly bigger thing. But exactly. Yeah. So so we'll go we'll go into that a little bit more detail. Right. So this is a standard rate tariff we've been talking about. So the SVT. Uh -huh. Yeah. With, there are also other types of tariffs. So there's <clears throat> dual fuel. Right. So I said earlier that you might take electricity from one energy provider and gas from another provider. Now they will give you a discount if you take both types of energy from the same company yeah so if i and i wrongly thought because i was a british gas for 10 years because i was on dual fuel that i was getting the best deal because as you were saying because of this discount that they claim to have said that i've got well don't think they did they do offer you a bit of a discount right i did just might be cheaper well it might be that someone can offer it cheaper elsewhere yeah, yeah? So uh, so that's, that's that one. So then the, the other way you can get a discount on your bill from your existing provider is pay by direct debit. Um, they obviously, as an energy company, they want to know that they can get the money every month. Mm -hmm. And so they'd much prefer you to go on direct debit rather than you having to pay every quarter or whatever it is because they can ensure they get the money in. So that's another way to get a discount. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> the other few types of tariffs so we've got a, uh, so dual fuel we've done um, mm -hmm. we've got the uh, economy seven mm -hmm. right so this is typically when you heat your home with electricity I think this is importantly where people get it wrong about you know having being on how do you say on, on the gas network okay so, so this is so this is people who tend to be off the gas network mm -hmm. if you have gas to your house being on economy seven doesn't make a whole lot of that, a whole lot of sense Fair? because the, yeah because of the the, the the standard electricity variable charge yes. is, a, is a blend in amount yes, versus okay. the which you're going to go so into. So let's, so let's talk about now. So with an economy seven, what we're saying is there are seven hours in the day where our electricity is cheap. Yeah, so we talked about electricity being 15 pence per kilowatt hour, right? In On economy seven, at it's normally between midnight and 7 a.m., but it can be around those hours. And the economy 10 exists as well where it's 10 hours instead of the seven hours. But basically, you get electricity at that time cheaper. And that's because we've got loads of surplus electricity in the grid at night. 
everyone's asleep, no one uses it, so they may as well try and make some money, so they set up this tariff. And so they give you cheaper electricity at night, and then they charge you more during the day. So that's the key to this. Okay, so electricity at night might be 8p, 7p per kilowatt hour, but during the day it might be up towards 20p. Yeah, and so what they're doing, or what the how they you know they want to utilize all the electricity, but what they've introduced is things like storage heaters, right? And what a storage heater is doing is a heating system. So instead of central heating system, you have a storage heater. It's basically it charges, yeah, during the mm-hmm. during the night when you've got this cheaper electricity, and then that heat you can then release during the day to heat your home, but you are there bene- therefore benefiting from the cheaper electricity. The issue with storage heaters, and I think it is a pretty fundamental issue, is that the older-fashioned storage heaters leak heat, right? So they, you know, they charge, but they start leaking heat all through the day. And if you're out at work or doing whatever, you come back at five o'clock in the evening, put them on, there is no heat left. So you've got this heating system that just doesn't work very well. And the new storage heaters, how much are their sort of 800 quid aren't they for depends a quantum on the, depends, depends on the on size yeah and so between 650 700 onwards for, that's for, for the unit itself without, quantum without the installation cost itself so. and, but the new storage heaters work very well yes which is I think is common they're fan assisted and you know they distribute the heat quite evenly and, and they retain the heat as in they will they won't leak that heat that the old storage heaters do and, and visually they're better to, to look at yeah they? the old storage heaters are a bit blocky yep. it's fair to say um, but loads of people have these in their homes so that's where gas is not possible, for instance. Or exactly. the gas network has not come to that area or it's in a, how do you say, a high rise where it's it's not safe to have gas. gas. Yeah, and they, but you're also there, you can use that, that same cheap electricity to heat your hot water at that stage. Yeah, if you've got a hot water tank with an immersion unit, you can turn that on at the same time, which is typically, typically what people will do. Now, it all sounds good, but the, the issue is, I turn my heating on, I'm slightly bad in my heating but I, I turn it on mid-october when my wife complains and then i turn it back off in say march so there are loads of months from march through to october where we have no heating on mm-hmm. but all the time there where i'm using electricity i would have to pay a premium yeah because i'm, I'm not really benefiting from the cheap electricity mm-hmm. because i don't want to watch telly at four in the morning Mm-hmm. You know, I might do if I can't sleep, but it's mm-hmm. quite an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's one of the issues. And, and what we do is we've seen a lot of people want to get rid of storage heaters. And if they were to do that, we we really strongly recommend you when if you get rid of a storage heater, you also get rid of economy seven, and you move on to a fixed. Because tank. the daily rate is extremely expensive. It's more than the, the which is yeah, which the, is your the blended standard rate on a normal single exactly uh, phase so if it's so 15 pence per kilowatt hour is our normal on a standard standard blend on a single rate, meter yeah on a single more, meter right cheap, more expensive than that. and so it's going to be more expensive than that on the day so it's um it's an expensive way to get electricity does it is it is that covered it has yeah and i was just going to say so if you're on it on a single meter which is not the economy seven um there's a there's a myth that you know if you do your washing at night it's, uh, it's it's cheaper to do so the, the answer is no unless you are specifically on an economy seven yes the price that you pay during a day and during a night is, exactly is, is the same same, same rate th- throughout the year yeah so that's a myth um so i think so i think another one was one that you've mentioned and you moved to so that's a fixed rate tariff 
It's a fixed rate tariff with dual fuel, funnily enough, it goes yeah. across and, and it's... So um, you're basically, same electricity company, sorry, same company for electricity and gas. That's right. It's fixed for a certain amount of time, so you know exactly what you're paying. And, so it's, it can't and it's direct debit as well. And it's direct debit. Yeah. So that is the cheapest way to go. And if you go with a smaller company, potentially it's going to be cheaper. Right. What other types of tariff do we have? Ooh, uh, we've got time the of time of use, yeah. So time of use is... Do you want to talk about that or should I talk about it? I'll talk a little about time of use. So um, that is really, um, so if you've seen the adverts from your energy companies wanting you to get a smart meter, a smart meter essentially is a new upgraded meter which gives the energy company real-time readings of your usage. So gone gone will be the days where you have to get an engineer around, they come and look at your meter or where you have to you know, do the reading yourself and, and call the electricity or you know gas company to give them that reading. So effectively... It's got a radio signal behind it, and it talks to the energy company in terms of what energy you're using. Where this comes into on the uh, time of use tariffs is the theory is that once enough of us, once we get enough coverage, it will start to make in terms of the houses business, who have them installed, have, the, have them installed. Mm -hmm. it will it will make sense then for energy companies like British Gas, SSE, and so forth to offer rates that vary based on the time of day that you use it. So for instance, you know, we normally use electricity in the mornings when we go to work. So you know, we turn, turn the kettles on, we have a shower, etc. We also use it in the evenings when, when it's time to do the cooking and you know, we watch the TV. We t tend to use appliances quite heavily in the evenings when we come back from work. So based on those peaks and troughs, um, electricity will be priced accordingly so, so they will charge more when it's when demand time. is high yes because so at they, those they, times, yeah. because to do with the grid grid load so what they want to do is at the minute you know the, the load on the grid is very high during the day sorry during, uh, first thing in the morning low during the day when we all go to work and then high again when we come back in the evening so what the plan is if you have time of use tariffs that would encourage people to be a lot smarter about how they use the energy so you know, with appliances, you can potentially control them remotely to, to use them during the day when it's cheap. Mm -hmm. um, also, you know, you're talking about clever storage uh, techniques. So I, if you've got a hot water tank, you might want to charge that up during the day and yep. then take your shower in the evening when it's expensive. It's, it's sort of like a slightly more sophisticated Economy 7. Yes. They, they've set up for a different reason. Mm. But basically, it's Economy 7, but the seven hours are specific times during the day. And they will, it's not just one rate or another, they will charge different rates to try and dampen demand. And I think we, we did write about this last year or earlier this year. There is a company that off, offers There's this. more companies than one now. Yeah. Because we keep getting comments about it. I think people want us to review them. So yeah. <laughs> we need to have a look at that. But, um, but time of use tariffs are definitely, are definitely going to come in. The, the, uh, the final one, I think time of use tariffs are going to be really, really big. They are going to massively complicate this energy tariff scene mm -hmm. because uh you know the, the complexity around them is, is going to be massive i think we will again discuss this in the future but smart meters are being rolled out with mixed success yes I'd say. i think that's fair i comment. think biggest biggest issue is when people you are trying to change the energy because the smart every company, element of yeah, your yeah. new energy monitor or energy meter doesn't move to your new uh to, to the new well, it's tricky to do so so there's yeah. some few TV I think they've, they, they have now bought out the second generation of, of mm -hmm. um, smart meters so that's less of an issue but I know that they've spent a huge amount of money rolling these out and some instances they're now just 
energy meters. They're no longer smart energy meters. Right, so that's, that's that covered, and I guess going forward we'll cover that again in a bit more detail and talk about all the different elements of that. But we will. Um, the last one is a prepayment meter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when we go and give energy advice to businesses and homes and stuff, we, we see all different types of meters, but we have, we come across this quite a lot. And these are basically meters where you have to pay for, you You go, you get a card or you get a, what a, a little fob, maybe mm-hmm. that's the word. Um, and you go to your local news agents, you pay £10. It's a little bit like a prepaid phone, but mm-hmm. you pay £10, you get £10 worth of electricity on your fob. You then go and plug it back into your prepayment meter, and you can then use £10 worth of electricity. The issue historically has been that they are extremely expensive. Um, but the government, I know the government are bringing in next year, and we'll go on to this, but they're bringing in this, this kind of fixed cap of, of electricity. Mm-hmm. And gas, but they they did the same thing with the pre- prepayment meters because unfortunately, you know, you're, you're slightly over a barrel. You can't do anything if with. And wh- why do people ha- have prepayment meters? It tends to be where they haven't paid bills on time. You know, I, this this is why the energy companies love direct debit so much because they know they're going to get the money. And if you've got people who've got behind on their payments, this ensures that they pay. Because if they want to turn the lights on, if they want their heating on, they have to... So if I, if I move into a flat and I've got a prepayment meter, do I, am I stuck with it? You're not. You can speak to your energy company. They will reluctantly come and swap it out. Um, but you need to speak to your energy company to do that. Uh, and I, I'd say your best bet is if you go into a house with a prepayment meter on, ensure that you are moving to one of the big six because they will have the resources to change out that meter quicker. Okay. Um, we may get a few complaints and comments from uh, energy companies saying we can also offer that but uh, yes. to be honest that would be my advice um, and you know that it's a really tough situation because unfortunately you are you have to make a decision if mm-hmm. you want the electricity you want the heating you got to pay for it mm-hmm. um, which you know we, we wonder whether that's fair um, but that's kind of how your your energy bill is made up um, what well, I was gonna say so um, we're talking about the big six versus the the new entrants, uh, and maybe Harry can can shout out a name or two. But um, it, it was quite um, we we didn't mention it in, in last week's podcast. But um, basically, you, you've had a lot of new supplies. So as the market has opened up, and and it's important to say, so the big six they're also uh, generating their their own electricity, and so also they generate. They're also retail to the to the customer. But they're, but they're split, so Centrica, British Gas, it's split those two divisions. But they have that capability, yeah. basically. Whereas recently, when the market has opened up for retailers, mm-hmm. essentially you've got companies like Marks and Spencers, uh, Obo, as you mentioned, Utility Warehouse. Harry, are they still going, or were they one of utility the ones Utility Warehouse, that, I thought they just packaged all the different bills under one. So I'm not 100% warehouse. sure about Utility Warehouse, but there was, um, there was one select, a company um, last week went into administration, basically... The idea was first utility. That's who you meant, not utility warehouse. But we're gonna have to just just double check um, which which one has gone um, bust. But essentially, when the energy prices were uh, fairly low and stable a few years ago, a lot of the entrants came into the market and offered quite competitive rates on on the on and the, the reason to do that was to get customers. Was to get customers, but also it was a good time for them to come in because yeah. the price of gas was quite low. Mm-hmm. The the big companies tend to hedge, so I they they look forward in the next 12, 18 months to, to kind of hedge for the upsides and downsides. But defend, effectively, that means they're locked into a certain price. But if you come in when the price is low, you can undercut 
lot of the big providers. Yeah, which but is fine until what happened the last the wholesale prices go up and yes. then they're a little bit squeeze down the market. Squeeze out the market because your rates are too generous, so are you're getting uh, you're, you're paying out more than the income that you're getting in, so obviously the numbers don't work. Yeah, um, and and probably you don't have enough of a customer saturation for it to sort of to get new customers so, to pay back for. So if so if I am a customer of one of these smaller companies and I hear they go out of business, do I need to panic? Ooh, I don't know. No, you don't need you don't. to panic. Oh, I've had a look at this. No, you don't need to panic at all. So basically, what you've got to do is you've just got to sit tight. And the government will. Um, what happens to electricity? Still goes. It still works. Okay. But the, the government on the mo- they will look and basically assign an energy provider to you. Right. Um, it means that we're all paying slightly more for our electricity because and gas for, for these to cover this. But they you will be assigned. So you just sit tight and you will then get given a new energy provider. And at that stage you can then move. Okay. If you try and move during the process creates all sorts of confusion as you can imagine and the whole thing so best best sit tight tight, basically Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is sort of very solid advice Uh, but it I mean as I said before you know the electricity that I get out of the plug when I plug something in is exactly the same doesn't matter who I buy my electricity from Mm -hmm. yeah and I know there's lots of green tariffs floating around Mm -hmm. now it's we didn't talk about that yeah it's they're not, they're not producing the well. Some are, but most of them aren't producing that electricity themselves. They don't. They're not all. You know, they haven't got loads of wind turbines, mm-hmm. and that wind turbine is producing electricity, and that is somehow being routed to your house. Yeah, that, that just. Doesn't so if happen. I'm a, if I'm a you know a green tariff in Southampton and the wind farm is on the coast off the coast of North Aberdeen, then you ain't getting that electricity, right? The losses would be too big. It'd be too expensive. It's just a ridiculous idea. Yeah, but, but also, so whatever power station is closest to you, essentially will be the electricity you're getting. Mm-hmm. So you are paying a premium for all your, a bit of both now, but you, you tend to be paying a premium to be on a, a green or an eco tariff. Mm-hmm. But do remember that the electricity you're getting may not be from a wind turbine or solar PV or something like that. Mm-hmm. It will probably, well, it will be from the closest power station to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that energy company is paying a premium to be associated with those with those sort of green So the answer to, to that what you said so um, when an energy company goes bust and you know we will cover it in our energy bills mm-hmm. it's it's about 80 million pounds really per annum Blimey. so that all gets added to the bills and gets spread out so essentially yeah we'll kind of have to pay for it you know when but, I mean we'll pay for all sorts anyway but no I, I think that's a fair point it's it's a lot of money isn't it for, for that I think um, as energy prices as they seem to be going up, there are going to be far fewer new entrants and it will be the other way. So the entrants will be dropping out, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. the, the new upstarts will be uh, disappearing from the market. Um, I'd, having said that, there are definitely some of the smaller companies have really got a foothold now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one, I can't remember the name for the life of me, but it had 300,000 customers. That's and impressive. this is a tiny company. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's a decent size and that was one of the ones that went bust. So mm-hmm. a surprisingly large number of people have swapped and I know <clears throat> the the government have been very, very keen to move people from who've just been sat on their tariffs for however long, paying their energy bills. You don't even check. You just pay every month by direct debit. They've been really keen and they've talked about switching sites and that sort of thing over the last couple of years. They had a massive media blitz mm-hmm. on it to try and encourage people to do that. And I would still 
massively encourage people to have a look at switching sites. So we have, you with, you know, you switch link on our website, you can go and have a look at that. If you go onto our website and type you switch in the search, mm -hmm. press, press the search, it will, it'll appear. Um, it's in the top bar, but it'll allow you to then switch to a cheaper provider. Um, mm -hmm. And bear in mind, the electricity is the same, whoever I get my electricity from, it's just either cheaper or more expensive. Then you know, you, you're, for me, you're better off going somewhere cheaper. So Harry's importantly said while we were talking that uh, even if you're on a prepayment meter, you can still switch tariffs, so you can you can still shop around and and, um, and you know find. A Do all the energy companies offer prepayment tariffs? Yeah. Sorry. That, I'd, okay. I was, that was a yes. That was yeah. Um, we need to check that. Maybe we'll mm. answer that one at the beginning of next week. Um. Okay, right, so that is, in a nutshell, I think we've sort of covered there, done it to death, um, that is your energy, your energy tariffs. Mm -hmm. um, home warm discount, should we talk ever so briefly about that? Or should we save that for next time? But essentially is, is if you're at a, at a certain age, you get a uh, you get, bill you off, get, off your... Exactly, bill. so, and anyone um, can get it, I think, still. Uh, we'll... Come back with more detail on that one. <laughs> but maybe just flick and see what was in the news. So uh, we had the um, we had the UN conference on climate change in Katowice in uh, Poland. And America so impressed. COP twenty four. So hashtag COP twenty four. So um, I think it went for for days and days, and um, you know they're trying to reach an agreement on various number of things. One thing I found quite interesting, which was in our energy news uh, this week. So wh wh whilst whilst they were talking and discussing, um, as you know, coal is a, is a massive emitter of CO two. So they were looking to to reach an agreement to, to phase that out. But um, apparently, the EU has different sort of rules and you know dates about phasing things out. So it's gotten a little bit inconsistent. Let's just say to I'm shocked to the mood, <laughs> to the mood of the climate change talk. So okay. Uh, you know, we'll just have to follow that one and see see where they get to. Yeah. So that, I found that quite interesting. But um, yeah, with, with just various other things, it's um, it's an interesting one how generally the the climate change talks would 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 have a few years ago got a lot more publicity. But I think just because Donald, you, you mentioned yeah about America not taking things <laughs> yeah. seriously because they are essentially yeah I mean one of the biggest carbon emitters, but also have seem to have the most influence on things you know if they're not involved then you know it's uh sort of tough isn't it yes which yeah. is unfortunate um because yeah you never seem to to get agreement on what what a set of goals are and and therefore you know if you've got any targets they seem to just move off and you know you seem to go from one conference to another really yeah no i, I think that's fair I, I think the the american withdrawal from the talks and you know being part of it is has just been detrimental as you say i mean it's just it's lost a lot of its impetus um so we shall see what happens um and there was one thing last week just just to mention so there was a study by um, university college of london the energy department and they were just mentioning the impact of brexit on, on our energy bills and um, let me guess they're gonna go up correct oh, wow. how do you know that i don't know i do it's difficult difficult but it's, uh, I, I mean, I read through, I mean, whilst the, uh, the, the journalists were a little bit sensationalised in terms of how they presented the headlines, I think beneath the research, it sort of made logical sense because, you know, ever since 
we've gone into this period where Brexit period, mm-hmm. the, the 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 sterling has um, depreciated against other currencies, so either value has gone down. So therefore, if we buy energy, say from from the continent, uh, we have to pay more for the privilege. So it kind of makes a little bit of sense that um, the prices have gone up a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's certainly other factors in there, um, like the the oil price and, and the wholesale gas prices that tend to have a bigger impact at a global mm-hmm. level um, than, than the currency. But anyway, we shall, we shall see how that pans out. I think Brexit is a big unknown. Yes. So it's going to affect lots of different things, which we shall we see. Shall, we shall see. And, <laughs> and you might be watching this uh, video in April, May, and yeah. you know, everything will have been resolved. But mm-hmm. who knows? It might be a black and white. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, anyway, right. But that's the 30 minutes. Is it? There we are. Right, guys, Flies. listen. Um, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and as I say, we're going to do this weekly now. So if you've got a particularly burning question... Uh, Send us your comments below. Yeah, and we will find out. We'll get our researcher onto the warm home discount. And yes. Next week, I'll be able to tell you exactly what it is. Yes, and the uh, qualification criteria. If you need to be on entitlements, what you know, what we'll, about? We'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. Cold fuel payments, or, or I, I see. I thought that I just should have kept quiet. We're doing so well. <laughs> should have just but, kept uh, quiet. Subscribe Keep to it. our channel below, and uh, you know, in case in case you uh, you miss it the first time, uh, then you know you've kind of always got it in, in your favourites. So and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Uh-huh.